Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, I am going to prove to you what it's like to have a bad set of tires in Texas at Texas Motor Speedway. You're going to know what it's like in your passenger car to not know if you're going to blow tires, if you're going to run out of gas. I'm going to make so much sense, it's going to be ridiculous coming up here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Don't forget to uh, join us for the next two hours in Lucas Oil Studios. 22 hours, man. It's 22 hours. 22 years. Flown <laughs> <laughs> by like 22 it hours. It sure has. Crash Gladys, Statman, Richard C. Suave. We're all here. You follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out. If you're part of the Freak Radio Network and listening to us, thank you. If you're watching us on YouTube or uh, Facebook Live, thank you for being a part of this. Our good friends at WWT Raceway, allowing us to jump on their Facebook live feed. How you doing, St. Louis, man? You got yourself a big old NHRA race, NHRA race coming up next in- weekend. Are you kidding me? Yes. Starting this Friday. Yes. Yes. That is nice. I know. It came, speaking of flying by, it came up like that. And coming into this, you've mm-hmm. got Ron Caps, Aaron Stanfield, and Antron Brown saying, ha ha, look at me. I got some Wallies to bring to St. Louis. Bring some mojo. Some Speed Freaks mojo to WWTR. So, Statman, plenty of freaking stories coming out of that six-hour race in Texas this afternoon. And not necessarily the news that we – it made it interesting, but not necessarily the way we intended to make it interesting. Mm. But getting back to what Crasher said, Statman, holy smokes, if Ron Caps and Antron Brown don't realize the mojo, the Speed Freaks mojo that they benefit from coming in the Freak Nation, I don't know what the hell – what they're thinking. Wow, that was a high hard one that broke hard to the right. Man, that, I went, we went down one off ramp and ended up on another interchange. All keep together. up, babe. Keep up, babe. <laughs> Gotta keep up. I know your, I know your Browns are, are two and one right now. Yeah, that's that's stunning. Like this guy right here. Stunning. <laughs> <laughs> Three quiet people in crash. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't, well, he ain't wrong. Would you let Statman talk? He wants to talk. <laughs> 22 <laughs> years Twenty two years later, we understand that as well as anybody in the Freak Nation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am loud. Oh, well, Statman, the, Antron Brown, Ron Caps, they come in the Freak Nation and they benefit from the Speed Freaks mojo with multiple wins throughout the year now. Yeah, they are the friends. They're probably the first order of friends of the Freaks, and they, we give them as much mojo as we can because they we like them, and they like well, us. We always stick well, with people that like us. It can't be any coincidence that the last two NHRA drivers we've had on our show were Ron Caps and Antron Brown. They both win, and during those two shows – We were on live on Worldwide Technology Raceway's Facebook page, and now they're going in with wins to Worldwide Technology Raceway. Just saying. Just saying. Something's adding up nicely for them. Uh, Yes, it is, Freak Nation. Instagram, Twitter, the website, speedfreaks.tv, and, of course, Facebook. We're there for you. People, Durrani, getting set for what a lot of drivers think is one of the greatest races 
in North America, and it takes place in Atlanta coming up next weekend. He'll be joining us this hour. Next hour, stick around for this, too. She's 15 years old, and she's setting records already in stock cars. Katie Hedinger will be here in the Freak Nation, and it's what she's doing is so big that, Stat Crash, would you agree with me, that the biggest PR firm in NASCAR is handling her in true speed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's also a big country music fan. She likes country music and fast country music. (laughs) Right? Yeah, she's breaking records at Hickory Motor Speedway. So that that's saying something. And like you said, Kenny, at fifteen years old. Wow. Yeah, it is. uh, It's not. Hey, Suave, how you doing there, bud? You got us got ourselves a a tasty little question up there at Speed Freaks, getting some people fired up. Yeah, go check it out. It was uh, based off of today's NASCAR race. Cody wears hard wreck into the wall, and then he managed to hit the inside of the pit lane. He was taken to the infield care center. He is doing okay now. Uh, Bob Pockrass has the details. You can go check him out on Twitter at Bob Pockrass. But yeah, if you can go check out our poll, it is out on Facebook and Twitter right now asking about what the hell should NASCAR do about this next-gen car? A lot of people saying just scrap it all together. Get rid of it. Uh, Dale Jr. is not one of them, and we'll explain coming up in the show, Freak Nation. Going to resume with some of our affiliates and get right back at it, Freak Nation. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Speed Freak Nation, Stat Mad, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for being part of this big old show as we bring in the Sports Map Radio Network. How you doing, Freak Nation? A lot of noise going down in Texas. And from a lot of people's perspective, for all the wrong reasons. As I said at the top of the hour, I'm going to make a comparison. We've all been there where we're so close to running out of gas. The gauge is blinking at me. It's telling me, get your ass pulled over. But there's not a gas can. There's not a fuel station within 20 miles. There's not even an electric plug to plug into. (laughs) Not even an electric plug. And the anxieties of, will you be pushing your car somewhere or leave it on the side of the road? I'm going to make that comparison to what happened in Texas this afternoon, and that's six. Okay, now it's been a seven-hour race. It started six hours in the seven-hour race of the NASCAR Cup Series. Pipo Durrani, IMSA sports car pilot, will be here in the Freak Nation. Statman, your Browns are two and one. I'm surprised you decided to show up for this show, buddy. Hey, but, you know, we take a third-string quarterback and won two games out of three with him. I mean, what more can you do? We should have won the third one, but, yeah, that that didn't work out well. So, uh, yeah, Freak Nation, it's going to be a fun two hours here, the Freak Nation. Again, those watching us on YouTube and Facebook Live, which, by the way, if you don't have any idea that you can watch our pretty faces, (laughs) see how tan Richard, (laughs) Richard, can you go out in the sun every now and then, buddy? Can you do that? Wow. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live, you uh, Richie only comes out at night. The lighting doesn't oh. do me any favors. The lighting in my studio is, right. is really uh, bad. The freaks really- come out at night. We've been saying that for years, you know? That's true. 
Uh, Dale Jr. is such a great mouthpiece. Statman called this years ago. When Dale retired, Statman called it. He called his freaking shot. He said he believes that Dale Jr. will be better for NASCAR than when he was in the car. We'll get to that story and why. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all feet, hands, body of mine. I'm on that bandwagon when it comes to Dale Jr. We'll get to that story. Uh, also, the rubber issue in Texas. We'll get to that. When we come back from break here with the Freak Nation. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking Geico offers claim service 24-7 with personalized attention from an assigned team. Geico offers claim service? Um, I I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs, abs. Yep, keep thinking. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
Cup Nation, coming up, Crash is going to share a story with you that if you saw the NASCAR Cup race, you know what the story is that came out of Texas. Uh, Chase Elliott, he's not blaming who a lot of other drivers just might be blaming for the issue. But first, our good friends at General Tire want to remind you, now through the end of October, purchase four qualifying SUV and light truck tires. You'll get up to $1,000 back with a Visa prepaid card. Falls here, winter's coming. Grab yourself a new set of tires on that hoopty of yours. Go to generaltire.com. That's generaltire.com. Again, SUV, light truck tires, up to 100 bucks back for qualifying tires, up to 100 bucks back. Visa prepaid card. Go to generaltire.com. Uh, Crasher, we know what the big issue was in Texas, and we could spend about an hour and a half talking about that sad issue because some of your contenders, that are in the playoffs. Uh, what? Elliot? Contenders and non-contenders, just right. leaders, three drivers leading the race. All three of those drivers, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr. And Chase Elliott while leading tires, boom, out drivers out. That is, something's wrong, right. but I have to agree with Chase Elliott a little bit here. Is it the tire or is it the load that the car is pushing on the tire in these conditions? So here's the deal. Let's just take Martin Truex Jr.'s quote in saying, I don't even know what to say between crappy parts, tires exploding and all the BS we're dealing with. It's a joke. All right. Clearly, we know where he stands. Christopher Bell, no stage points in this race. That's going to hurt him down the road. He said to have two right rears go in the first half of the race is just strange. I don't know. It's a disappointing day. We're in a deep hole now. But then there's Chase Elliott saying, no, we basically should not be blaming Goodyear. Goodyear being the tire maker. I, his exact quote, I'm not sure that Goodyear is at fault. Goodyear always takes the black eye, but they're put in a tough position by NASCAR to build a tire that can survive these types of racetracks with this car. I wouldn't blame Goodyear. That's Chase Elliott. So mm -hmm. th therein lies the argument. Is this a Goodyear problem or is this a next-gen car problem, which we've talked about ad nauseum over the last many weeks, that this car does have plenty of issues. This is the first year of this generation of this car. And whether it's just too much energy going into the driver instead of away from the driver on crashes, hence why Kurt Busch is still not recovered from a concussion suffered in this summer, Ooh. or the big Cody Ware crash today. Fortunately, he's going to just get away with a hurt ankle, but it looked worse than that. So yeah, is what's going on? Is this a tire issue? Is this a car issue? Statman, how do you look at it? Do you Goodyear's been running tires for NASCAR for 50 plus years, and they usually know what they're going to get, especially Texas, which is typically a boring race. They've got all kinds of data, all kinds of stats of what kind of tire to run on there. There might be a resin issue. Uh, where, what are, where do you stand as far as your take on this tire issue at Texas? I think it's mostly the teams who are running the wrong air pressure in the car, trying to get the uh, the car to perform better. And if it was a problem with the right rear tires, you'd have more than seven or eight cars going down. And, uh, you know, certainly the cars went out at the wrong time. But, uh, they're, you know, I don't think it was Goodyear. Uh, like you said, uh, Goodyear's been making tires for a long time, and they've blown it before, and maybe they blew it this time. But I think the, uh, the issue is the team's running the wrong air pressures. I mean, Reddick drove the heck out of that car in the last third of the race, and uh, he didn't have any problems. All the cars that finished, um, they, they didn't have any problems running hard. At one time, they said if you – 
go too long, you're going to blow up. Yeah, I think it was Tyler Reddick who said he learned from Bristol that you, which is a weird thing, that you just can't go 100% sometimes on whatever the pressure is that your team has come up with for this certain track. You got to pull it down to maybe 98 or 97 or 96% of effort Mm -hmm. in, in how you're pushing the car on the track. So yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons why he led the most laps today and he was out front in the end to take the win and was, even though it looked like he was driving away from Logano in the field, was he actually playing it slightly conservative in order to save the tire in his particular setup? Also, I liked how Dale Jr. made a point of how he was taking mostly, not always, but mostly the lower line in this track because there was so much more of a load issue on the upper line throughout because all the drivers up to that point that had blown tires were in the upper groove. So there is that as well. There's so many things to weigh in. It's not just drivers turning left on, you know, as easy as you do on a highway, people. It's way different. Look, I understand that Goodyear is a major partner of NASCAR. And even if it was a tire issue and these drivers and these crew chiefs and these team owners knew it, they're not going to come out and say, that was a BS tire from Goodyear. Why don't you go? Why don't you go? Tony fix- Stewart used to. That's Tony Stewart. I knew you were going to say Tony Stewart. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But Kevin Harvick. Martin, Martin Truex Jr., those guys will go hard and heavy after NASCAR and those crappy parts and these crappy cars. But maybe Kevin Harvick will go heavy into, into Goodyear. I'm, I'm not sure. But again, a lot of these guys know their P's and Q's when it comes to criticizing a major partner uh, with their. We know General Tires are big partners of ours. Lucas Oil is a partner of ours. I could go on and on and on. You got to be careful. But at the same time, Sometimes if it looks like a pig, smells like a pig, rolls like a pig, the damn thing's a pig, that man. Well, you you know, you maybe we can go back. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter where they wanted to go back to the old car, the truck arms, the spring rubbers, the uh, you know, the all the crap that they had in those cars. And after uh, you know, less than a full season with the new car, throw this thing away. I don't like it. This is too bad. I have to learn how to drive something else. <laughs> I like your crying face. Yeah. That's the new yeah. emoji right there. Exactly. What's <laughs> <laughs> that man crying face? Yeah. Freak Nation, email statmc at speedfreaks.tv. <laughs> what driver was he impersonating? Oh, <laughs> that was full on Kyle Busch. Yeah, but I don't know. I want to drive. I got to make it easy for me. <laughs> Suave, what are you seeing on Twitter? What are you seeing from the Freak Nation in regards to the issues? Uh, being tire, being, of course, the, the, the next-gen car for 2022. What are you seeing? I asked a variation of this question earlier on Twitter and Facebook, and for the most part, people are complaining about the car itself. I'm going to roll through some um, mentions we got at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Elliot saying they can do a lot. You don't need to go back to the old-style car. That's a knee-jerk reaction. Also, do something about the pit wall. That's in... Um, in relation to what happened to Cody Ware earlier on the race. Spencer saying, go back to the old style car, keep the number change and whatnot, but there is no crunch area with these new cars. They seem very rigid in my opinion. Uh, Kevin weighing in saying, uh, could they use a different fastener joint between the front and rear clips and main chassis? This is getting diving into the weeds here. Something that will give some support. Uh, support upon impact, but retain the modular design. This guy, this guy needs to be hired by NASCAR. That's what I'm, that's what I'm reading from there. 
That's way too smart for me. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, most people not very happy with the car itself, as opposed to um, just all the tire issues that are going on. And I kind of hear, hear what you're saying, Statman, too. Like, I was going to ask that kind of question. Like, some of this just sounds like sour grapes from some of these drivers. Um, particularly Kyle Bush and, and Kevin Harvick and Martin Drake. No, no, they would never complain. What would they complain <laughs> about? That's impossible. They're champions. Like if they, yeah, if they were still running for a championship, I wonder if we're getting a different tune from every single one of them. Yeah, right. They would say, here's a different take as well. You've got Baron saying tire and wheel combination has been all wrong all season. No reason why the brakes have to be so huge. Let's go back to a 16-inch wheel and tire made out of steel. The sidewalls are not tall enough, causing heat and constant tires to be blowing out left and right. Let's put the inner liner back in in the tire before somebody gets hurt again. Damn. Damn. Yeah. You got some freaking you know, engineers in the Freak Nation. Yeah. You know, some of these guys wouldn't know anything about it. wouldn't know a spring rubber from a uh, yeah, rubber band. So they don't. But what if they, they stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night? Yeah, well, you know, they, they could have. They could have. You never but know. You, you never, one never knows, do one. Only thing I know is that it's a terrible card. We you need to get sad piano there. music for Staten, yeah, don't I? Do. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I talked about this earlier in the show, how, and I heard I heard these the announcers talking about, you know, are the crew chiefs going to ask Tyler Reddick and others to back off, back off a little bit from the speed? Well, that's but, what we were just talking about, hey, how on. he learned I'm, that in Bristol. I'm going to make a point here, Crasher. <laughs> uh, Tyler Reddick and other drivers to back off the speed. How do you tell a driver? I don't give a damn if you're in the lead, second, third. How do you tell a driver to back off from the speed? That's one. And then two, the anxiety and Tyler Reddick uh, admitted it, uh, that he, he was really concerned about the car and the tire. When he was in the lead, and the the only comparison that I've got is when your tire gauge is blink, excuse me, your gas gauge is blinking at you, saying, "Bro, you better find a gas station here quick style, or you're going to be pushing your car another mile or taking a, a hike to the nearest fuel station to get some fuel for your hot rod." Okay, first of all, raise your hand if you do run on your last twenty miles. <laughs> <laughs> of your fuel tank. I mean, because not everybody does that. So the only people that are going to relate to that are, oh, yeah, like me and you who like to go down until the warning light comes on. We've all done it. Okay, we've all. <laughs> but the anxieties that you feel like, ah, dang it, can I make it another block? Can I make another? Can I get my daughter to dance and then back and then get gas? That's the only comparison that I've got as a as a person on the streets driving a daily driver. I can only imagine these guys at 200 freaking miles an hour. Oh, my right rear is about to go out and I could possibly be out for the rest of the damn uh, year. Kurt Busch. Yeah, but they, you know, you had almost 40 cars start the race and you didn't have, you would think if it was a bad tire that you'd have more than 10 or 20% of the field, 20% of the field going down. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not, the tire i'm not a tire engineer but they got to learn how to run the car and going back to i just i keep saying it spring rubbers and truck arms and weirdness i mean you don't need that i mean it, this car is going to qualify four speed transmissions uh you know this car is going to qualify to run at le mans next year worldwide audience and you think goodyear wants to put an old tire on a new car and and uh you know they want to sell tires all over the world okay but is there there's something that still seems suspect when 
okay, let's say it's 20% of the field that had tire issues tonight. That's still more than a normal weekend. So there is something that's still pointing at least in that direction. Maybe not the actual tire, but in the configuration of. The fast guys didn't have enough air in the tire. I bet they're going to come up with that on Tuesday. And they're going to call them into the hauler, the red trailer, and uh, give them a penalty. Uh, so, yeah. You know, you know, that's listen, find this out. has never happened at Texas. This has never had. There is an issue. I believe there is an issue. Tires. I don't know. Is it the swing arm, the jack arm, the rubber arm? I'm not sure. <laughs> but this has never happened at a boring track at Texas. Could it be the resin issue that a number of drivers were talking about? I don't know. But damn it, it entertained me today for a race that I was, you know, I had my alarm set to take a damn nap. But no, had the alarms <laughs> set to go to sleep and not wake up. <laughs> right. Uh, Freak Nation, coming up, you got Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, your stat man scat. But again, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Twitter Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. And hello to all you folks watching us on YouTube and Facebook Live. <laughs> An interview on the NHRA website reminds us what's wrong with the major leagues of drag racing right now. Rick Hendrick is a NASCAR team owner and an iconic name in motorsports. The chat with him was only a couple minutes, but at the core was the value of pro stock personality Greg Henderson uh, to Rick Hendrick's business selling cars. The entire chat mentioned nothing about pro stock time or pro stock speeds. Let me hammer this nail again. It's the personalities that will sell a sport. Personalities will convince fans it matters who wins and loses a race. Tony Stewart and Rick Hendrick know drag racing's value in TV shows, in selling tickets, and in selling products. The top qualifiers in Charlotte this weekend, Justin Ashley, John Force, and Erica Enders, they all have stories that will outsell speed and horsepower. Rick Hendrick and Tony Stewart have learned that. That's why they're in drag racing. You wonder why it's a problem for the NHRA leadership in Glendora to learn the same thing. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Nation coming up, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, your results over the weekend. And in case you're watching the uh, Colorado Rockies taking on the San Francisco Giants, uh, I didn't know, that, didn't know they had Monday Night Baseball uh, going on because huh. we got us a baseball huh. score, Freak Nation. Seven to five. That's a ball burner right there, baby. Especially Woo. since it's Sunday night instead of Monday night. Yeah, True. that's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> long ass weekend oh our friends at uh, lucas oil I want to remind you check out the website lucasoil.com and their product spotlight of the week it's the deep clean gdi designed to remedy and prevent problems associated with the harmful carbon deposits that rob your engine of performance and fuel economy direct injection Port fuel injection tune-up, cleans air intake, turbos, supports emission systems go to lucasoil.com for more information to keep that big old engine fat and happy. That's lucasoil.com. 
Crasher, you got some results over the weekend for your pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Yes. Right when you think the seasons are winding down, there's not much going on. All of a sudden, it's a big, huge, entertaining weekend. So NASCAR was deep in the heart of Texas. NHRA was in NASCAR land in Charlotte. Team USA was repping in the motocross donations. And it was the 40th Four Crown Sprint Car Weekend that took place in Eldora in Ohio. All right, NASCAR, Texas Motor Speedway, a track that has not been a fan favorite as of late. We've talked about it a lot, getting ready to, what, blow up in about a year or so. That got people talking a little not too long ago. But some drivers just can't stop winning. Enter Noah Gregson, who tied a record. I don't know if you guys know this. It's been on the book since 1983 when he drove to Victory Lane on Saturday, bringing his consecutive series win streak in the Xfinity Series to four. That's wins at Darlington, Kansas, Bristol, and now Texas, allowing no one other than himself to win in the Xfinity Series in the month of September. That's why I'm surprised Statman's not wearing his Noah Gregson shirt on the show tonight. Cool. I sent it out to the cleaners to uh, make sure it's uh, clean for the next time I put it on. Mm. Well, the mojo is working with you not wearing it, apparently. (laughs) Keep it off. (laughs) (laughs) On the cup side of things, Texas was very rough on drivers. We've been talking about this, including the championship hopefuls taking out Christopher Bell and Chase Elliott early. Also, DNS from Kyle Busch, a brutal hit by Cody Ware. And that was just the beginning. Let's go with drama between William Byron and Denny Hamlin. Issues for Cole Custer, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, Martin Jurex twice, Stenhouse, Cedric, Aparcho, Jada Pear Tree. In the end, it was a little bit of a delay to fix a pit wall. And then, of course, lightning and rain delay for a red flag. But Tyler Reddick, a driver who's no longer eligible to win the championship this season, he was the one who managed his tires the best and went on to lead the most laps, 70, en route to collecting his... Okay, I, I need I need clarification on this. His first set of sharpshooters this year, I did not see them in the victory lane pictures. I saw the cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. I did not see or hear about him shooting off those pistols in victory lane. I didn't see it either. I saw. Have it. they done away with that? I, you, I, Richie, I'm surprised you didn't tweet this out. Or maybe you did. I didn't see it. The, and I'm crashing. I'm sorry. I'm digging a no, quick, quick rabbit hole. The trophy for yesterday's Xfinity race was a huge gold and silver uh, ice cream cone. Ice cream, big chunks of ice cream. Because and, and, and it was cone. the Andy's Frozen Custard yes. 300. Well, I crash, that, that didn't answer you. But. I still want to know about the guns and victory. I didn't see it. I was kind of bummed. Because those are usually fun. Whatever. All right. The NHRA ran round two of their playoffs in Charlotte. Two drivers in particular are showing how team ownership is seemingly a mighty fine business plan come fall season, at least. Ron Caps winning his fourth Wally on the season, driving to, or driving himself basically to second in points in Funny Car, while Antron Brown won his third Wally in the last five races, vaulting him also to second in the points chase, only behind Justin Ashley, whom he beat in the Carolina Nationals final round. 35 and won this thing on a whole shot. Was that what you needed to bring here in the final? You got to bring it all. I mean, that Phillips Connect car was running strong, Lucas Oil, but this Maco Tools car, Lucas Oil, Sirius XM, Toyota, Hank's the first. I mean, all these people that help us out all the time. That's what it's all about. But Brian Crotty, Mark Oswald, all of our Maco boys put it to work. And man, Justin is no joke. Mike Green, that team does a really great job. But you know what? We were driving for a higher purpose. 
Thank God for my grandmom, for her, for Abby, Bucker. She was flying with us today. Booker family, we love you. And she's an angel up there. And what a day. Woo! I love his energy. Yeah, he's talking about a girl that passed away this week and some pretty good connections, pretty solid connections with the team. So good for him for, for doing that. And both finals are well worth watching. I'm talking about both, meaning Antron Brown and Top Fuel and Ron Caps winning in Funny Car because Antron had, I mean, he's racing his technical teammate. I mean, they're not, Justin Ashley doesn't drive for Antron Brown Motorsports. He drives for Davis Motorsports, but they're both technical partners in many realms, not the least of which is Lucas Oil. So Antron gets the whole shot. Justin sets the pole for the weekend. Right. Antron then in this final gets the whole shot, and both of them are at their best and fastest and quickest of the entire weekend. But because of Antron's whole shot, side by side the whole way down, Antron takes the win. Then when it comes to Funny Car, Ron Caps up against Alexis DeJoria, they both, basically their engines, both of them bowed out around the same time. They both cruised across the finish line with quiet motors. Oh. <laughs> and Ron, oh. Ron Caps, oh, no. Caps made a funny comparison to feeling like he was Fred Flintstone in the car because he's like, I didn't even <laughs> want to put my feet down. I just had to coast across the finish line. And then all of a sudden, once he got past there, he sees Alexis fly by him. He's like, but I see my wind light. I got to see how I won this. So pretty freaking cool. Aaron Stanfield taking revenge on Matt Hartford in the pro stock final, winning from the whole shot and never looking back. By the way, let's talk about Quick this later in the show. Go. Yes, Team go. USA winning motocross donations. <laughs> Bam. We'll do more details on that later. Bam. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Stewart Racing joins the NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series and its drivers Leah Pruitt and Matt Hagen will face off against NHRA stars including the legendary John Force Racing Teams, the NHRA Midwest Nationals, Friday September 30th through Sunday October 2nd Worldwide Technology Raceway Don't miss this legendary battle of horsepower and performance, brought to you by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism Metro Madness only comes once a year Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. 
Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. of doing speed freaks from the lucas oil studios let me remind you a great website to check out is lucasoil.com and the product spotlight of the week it's the deep clean gdi's designed to remedy and prevent problems associated with the harmful carbon deposits that rob your engine of performance and fuel economy in fact direct injection and port fuel injection tune up with deep clean gdi cleans air intake turbos check it out man it's the product spotlight of the week at lucasoil.com Calm. Pippo Durrani joining us here in the Freak Nation. And uh, Pippo, you got you got a lot of news that we want to hit you with. Of course, you got the Petit Le Mans coming up uh, next weekend. You've got uh, some manufacturer news. But I didn't know the sports car drivers could get women pregnant. <laughs> what? Is that is that a what? thing? Is that a thing, buddy? Because you, what your wife's do coming up here in what a couple of months, right? Yeah, either I'm not a racing car, race car driver or I'm some kind of an alien from, <laughs> from your eyes, per, perhaps. I don't know. But, yeah, we're expecting our first child. Very happy with it. It's uh, it's coming. She, My wife is on the third trimester already, so uh, things move fast. Can I also ch- – again, people are on a big-time uh, sports car pilot joining us here in the Freak Nation. Can I also say this? I am the father of an eight-year-old. Here we go. And if I asked my wife to have a baby before, let's say, a a month, month and a half before the Daytona (laughs) 24-hour, she might kick me in the nuts and make sure I do not have another child. How are you going to have the balls to hop in a car (laughs) when your wife's dealing with an infant, my friend, for 24 hours? Bro, uh, what's going to be happening? You know, the funny thing is, actually, everyone thought it was planned that we uh, that, that our child is going to is going to be born on early December because it's actually the only real time I have at home. So at least by the time we get to Daytona, my child will be a month and a half. So it's not as bad as if it was just a, a newborn and I would and I'm up north in Florida racing cars while my wife's trying to figure out how to how to handle our first child. So um, I think we planned quite well, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. You can't plan for a month and a half year old child anywhere if it's in your oh, house, if it's at a race, if you're two thousand miles from it. People, you can't plan, broham. 
Well, thank God my wife ain't here to listen to you to what you say. Otherwise, you put me in trouble right now. Yeah. Here's the deal. This is perfect planning because, yes, you get to celebrate Christmas and New Year's and then go back to racing. And you've got so many wives of other drivers that are going to be like loving this new baby feel. You've got Emma Davies Dixon. You're going to have Ellie Franchitti. They're, they're all going to help out. You've got so many people in that paddock that are going to help out at Daytona. It's not even funny. So yeah, good planning is what I'm going to tell you. Thank you. Yeah, we, we think so. We'll see. <laughs> well, it's the planning is amazing with all this news you have going on. Like Kenny said, we'll get to petite in a minute. But this whole news of you becoming a factory driver for Cadillac, how did this all come together? I know you've been with Cadillac for several years, but this whole factory program and getting this this new, it's not really the hypercar, but getting this new car to Le Mans and getting it back in winter circle and electric technology. Tell me how all this came about and congratulations on you being one of the guys to bring it to the future. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, it really is a fantastic news. It's something that has been, let's say, um, in the pipeline for, for a while already. Um, I've been with Cadillac since the beginning of 2019 and, and um, they've given me most of my wins, uh, my championship, my endurance championship as well. So it only made sense for us to continue working together in what will be the most exciting endurance era of, I would say, the future and, and, and even the past. So um, going into this era, working with people that I know, uh, people that have supported me along the last few years and, and given me so much uh, made a lot of sense. Um, so I'm really looking forward. I think it's going to be a fantastic time. As I said, the new sports car era, it's going to be great for the fans. Uh, the new hybrid cars is going to be very interesting. And um, we've already started development of our new uh, Cadillac GTP race car. So really a fantastic time. Uh, that I very much look forward to. And uh, we're going to hit the ground running, hopefully, uh, at the Roar and, and have a great beginning of uh, of championship in this new era in 2023. What some people have been a little nervous about over the last, I'd say, five or ten years with the new era of race cars coming in, electric, hybrid, whatever you want to call it, is that the cars are going to be quieter. But everything I've seen on social media from the Cadillac accounts, uh-uh. This car is nice and loud and really powerful. Yeah, I think you, I think everyone's going to be really surprised because, um, you know, our big V8 is definitely going to make a scene when, when it's out there running. And I think the fans are going to love it. Uh, of course, the fans haven't had the chance to, to listen just yet. But uh, I can tell you, it's going to be a phenomenal car. Um, there's still lots, of course, to develop by, by the time we hit Daytona, hopefully. All of it is going to be fully developed and, and ready, and, and that's our goal for sure. But uh, I can tell you the, the noise is fantastic. Um, the electric part of it, it's integrated, of course, into the into the combustion engine. Um, there's a few differences, of course, when, for example, leaving the pit lane, you, can, you have the option to leave the pit lane in the electric, uh, and then, therefore, you have no engine noise. But... Quite soon after that, you just uh, you have the um, combustion engine kicking in, so it's quite it's quite something to see, especially from the outside. You know, when you're looking the car go by the pit lane, it's going to be quite um, quite nice for the fans to to see something different. Because uh, I think whatever 
um, we're going to have now in the new regulation is going to be something that has never been around in, in American sports car scene. And, uh, and to have that uh, right in front of the fans' eyes and, and have them enjoy, uh, I think he's going to be a fantastic thing for, all, for everyone involved, not only us driving, but for the fans also that's going to be supporting us at every racetrack. People, Durrani is the uh, 2021 IMSA champion. Season this year has been a little more difficult. Maybe they've been concentrating more on getting the new Cadillac ready. What you just said, people, maybe I should know the answer to this, but it sounds like you have manual control over the hybridization, the electric. Uh, that's a lot of power. That If it's so, you could bring in manual. Is that true? Well, um, actually, the regulations um, are still being defined on how you're going to be able to drive off the pit lane. Uh, everything is integrated, right? So the hybrid is integrated with uh, with the ICE, which is the internal combustion engine. And so really the details uh, of everything at the moment is quite... Uh, it's quite down to the regulations. Uh, we, as a, as a manufacturer, we are trying to basically develop the car to be ready for whatever the regulation says we're going to have to run. Um, in At the moment, we're basically making sure that the car functions in every possible scenario um, so that whenever the final regulations is in place, we are ready to uh, rock and roll with... Uh, with, uh, with how we need to um, to use uh, the system. So uh, it's very interesting. Of course, at the moment, develop, developing uh, phase of the car, you have to go through a lot. But um, I think the fans are going to love it. I can't believe that you're about 100 days from Roar, the testing of the cars getting ready for, and you say you're still waiting for the regulations to come about? That's, wow. Yeah, no, I mean, when I when I mean about regulations, I say uh, not about the car itself. Uh, that's obviously been decided long ago, and that's why the manufacturers decided to join and so on. But there is a sporting regulation, especially when you talk about having cars that can run at the World Endurance Championship and also the IMSA. As you guys know, let's say, for example, the flagging situation and safety car situation from both championships are different. So in, in IMSA, for example, you have normally when you have a yellow flag situation, it's safety car. In WEC, they normally neutralize a part of the track and you have a full course yellow mode in the car where everyone drives at the same speed. So uh, the sporting regulation is different, which means that also the way uh, the pit stops are allowed and things that you can do while uh, doing the driver change and so on are also different. Um, and by that, I also mean, for example, uh, when we are leaving the pit, you know, can we leave uh, only on the hybrid? Can we leave only with a combustion engine? And that's something that I believe um, it's been discussed between IMSA and WEC um, to see whether they're going to want to have a regulation that it's exactly the same in terms of, let's say, sporting regulation of how you actually operate pit stops and so on. Um, and all that is going to have an influence in, in how the car works. That, that's why I said we are making sure that we can that we try everything possible and make sure that every system works because there is a chance that, um, that the sporting regulation for how you leave the pit lane can be different from the World Endurance Championship to the 
IMSA championship, and therefore the car needs to be able to do both. In your testing, have you found that the hybrid system will drive the car maybe for a, a lap or two? Uh, that could have a, a very huge impact on your mileage when you pit and uh, part of the strategy against your competition. Yeah, I think, um, I think, I mean, that's definitely something that's going to have a big play for sure on the future with how, um, how that will influence the, the fuel mileage and so on. Uh, of course, there is, um, there's a, not a possibility for the hybrid to be doing a lap on its own. It's always a conjunction between uh, the ICE and, and the hybrid engine. Um, but you have different modes, right? You have, you have, you have, uh, modes where you charge more of the battery, you have modes where you use a little bit more of the hybrid. And so that's going to definitely have an influence, but you won't, you will not be seeing uh, a car doing a lap only on the hybrid. Um, that's not how the regulation is supposed to be, but, um, it's very promising. It's very nice. Um, I think we're going to have great battles on track. It's going to provide for even more, let's say, strategy calls uh, to be made and, and things that perhaps can influence the result of the race. Um, so the pit crew and, and the strategists, they will all have a, even a much bigger influence than, than they have now. Uh, stints are probably going to be much longer as well. You know, the mm. few tanks, the cars are bigger. Uh, so the few tanks are also bigger. So now you're talking about a longer stint. Hey, you've got <laughs> Petit Le Mans coming up. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's a, it's too. a race that a lot of you guys will say it's a bucket list to win. However, with all this news, you're about to blast out a kid. You've got a Cadillac <laughs> coming on board for 2023 well, the new car. Yeah. The, the, excuse me. The new car. Uh, so much new news coming out for next year. Uh, is there, is there a lack of focus going into petite? I'm, that's a stupid question. You're going to say hell no, but come on, bro. Be honest. No, I don't think, look, honestly, for sure, there's a lot on, on the plate for everyone at the moment because we are headed into a new regulation and, and the new cars are demanding a lot of energy from the team. Uh, not only ours, but the other teams that are going to be involved as well in the new era. I'm pretty sure they are in a, in a tight schedule, you know, to just have the cars uh, ready and developing and so on. And yet we have a 10-hour race to do. But in the other hand, it's going to be the last race of the DPI. It's, it has been a fantastic era for sports car racing in uh, in America. And um, for me, it, like I said before, it's been a it's been an honor to be part of the Cadillac DPI program. Uh, I've won so much with them. Um, the DPI car has has been part of my most of my successes, like the championship, which is really important to me. Um, the endurance championship, one Sebring, one Petit. Um, so I'm going into that race and I'm pretty sure my team as well, we're going to try and win. We still have a chance this year to win the endurance championship, which uh, would be fantastic for us, uh, considering the difficult overall season that we've had. Um, but really with, with the mentality of enjoying the last race of the DPI, because those machines are also really special to drive really nimble cars fast quick uh quick change of direction um so it's uh i mean like i said we want to go into that race and, and try and do our best try to win the endurance championship 
um, fully focused on achieving a win for uh, for the team. Love it. Pete Bodorani joining us here in the Freak Nation. Running for Action Express. And again, Petit Lamal coming up next weekend. Big news for next year. Uh, fatherhood coming up in December. Holy smokes, flying those Lucas Oil colors. Buddy, thank you for doing this. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. We got about a minute here, Freak Nation. Coming up next hour, Dale Earnhardt Jr. He speaks. A lot of people listen, including his former boss, NASCAR. We'll get to that. There's a 15-year-old girl that's uh, setting records, and she's going to make some news coming up in October. Katie Hedinger will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also, Suave, you got uh, a question up there on Twitter regarding the next-gen car, and uh, we still have a lot of folks replying to this thing about how to fix this bad boy if it needs fixing, frankly. What should NASCAR do to make the car safer? It is up at Speed Freaks on Twitter and on our Facebook page. If you're watching us on Facebook, you can go and comment there or comment right here if you're watching on the live stream. And we'll get to your comments a little bit later in the show, too. And I was reminded again by Chris Blair, general manager, WWT (laughs) Raceway, to remind you, Freak Nation, there is a big drag race coming to WWT Raceway. And we talked about at the top of the hour, Ron Caps and, of course, Antron Brown, the beneficiaries of the Speed Freaks Mojo. They'll be there. Next week. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, if you followed us for those last 22 years, there was a time when we had Betty Blowtorch, the the authors of our intro song. They were in the studio early on in our tenure, and we had Corey McLennathan, who is a championship drag racer, in the studio with us, with that band, and it's it probably uh, it, it frightened him for life. <laughs> he got out of drag racing shortly thereafter yeah. <laughs> oh betty blowtorch 22 years freak nation thank you guys for being a part of this coming up this hour a 15 year old girl setting records in stock car racing we'll get to that but make sure you follow us on twitter we're there for you on facebook and of course instagram did you if you follow us on instagram we put up a video of a Moto America race. Oh, where? Yeah, this weekend was the season finale. Right. Moto America season finale on a Mav TV, where a deer uh, is coming right, at the, like maybe to if to the three o'clock of a 
motorcycle driver, superbike pilot, and it's just a blur on camera. But when you slow it down, there evidently was, was a line of deer jumping across the track in front of these superbike pilots. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this, <laughs> this damn deer jumps up in the back of, not, not on his back, but to, um, behind the superbike pilot. And it scared the hell out of the driver where he turned around. <laughs> in the middle of the race, <laughs> going a hundred and some odd miles an hour. And the deer was so caught off guard, the deer didn't get his footing. The deer landed on his front hooves and just kind of flipped <laughs> down the track. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, 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 and if you're oh, watching there we us, go. if you're watching, <laughs> at official speed freaks on Instagram. Yeah, if you're watching us, <laughs> that's incredible. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live, you see this damn. There <laughs> <laughs> Again, these, oh. these are some of the baddest bikers on the planet. And there's damn deer crossing the street. Oh, there's the one that, yeah. There's so three deer in this particular video in the middle of the race. Yeah, those are evidently some of the baddest deer on the planet. Also, they're taking on motorcycles for crying out loud. <laughs> man, you've, you've hit the trails. You've hit the, the highways and byways on a motorcycle before. Has there ever been anything like this that, you either ran over, you dodged, or they dodged you. Oh, all the, the time. I got chased by a bear once. I got hit by a uh, a bird and thought he could. My head was so big, he ran into my helmet, knocked me back. <laughs> uh, I came around a corner once at a great rate of speed, and there's a deer looking at me like, what you going to do now? You know, and I just, all righty, <laughs> partners, me and you. And he just waited till I came to a full stop and sauntered off into the woods the bear yeah, that, though that got my undivided attention oh yeah you think <laughs> jeez the deer conversation reminds me though it was road america oh four oh five ish didn't isn't that what took cristiano damata out of indycar racing didn't the deer hit it obviously it was pre-halo days or pre-windscreen days that they have now but a deer basically ran into him in his helmet on the back yeah, it was something, or something? It was something like that, yeah. I don't know if it ran into him or ran across the car or scared the deer out of him. <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, yeah. But that ended his career because it was concussive-like, if not, yeah. That's scary. I just can't imagine being on a bike, you know, clipping 200 miles an hour. Bop! What was that? Yeah, well, imagine, imagine what the deer felt. <laughs> right. you know, all he wants to do is why did deer cross the road to, to avoid the motorcycle going 200 miles an hour. <sighs> so be sure you follow us on Instagram at official speed freaks and you'll see fantastic videos such as that. Evidently, there's a lot of folks who just like two wheel pilots doing crazy ass because we can incredible reach. Uh, with those videos, man, yeah. that is that is stunning. How bonkers that is! I better catch up with myself here and make sure we're about to. Uh, about to there we go. You're getting excited about deer and motorcycles. Yeah, I guess I am. Stay, man. pay attention to the clock, yo. I know, hell yo. Yeah, there we go. Hold on, I gotta make sure we catch up here, Freak Nation. Ah, screw it. I'll just. This I'll is just, radio at its finest, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. It. I will just wing it, Freak Nation. <laughs> 
Holy smokes. Wish we could help, but um, yeah, this is this. But is you new. can't no, crash. You can't. Again, it's Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. How you doing, Freak Nation? Stat man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, as we bring in another round of affiliates, specifically our good friends at Sports Map Radio Network. How you guys doing? 22 years of Speed Freaks. That's 22 years of doing this thing. Statman's been here for all of them. Crasher's been here for all of them. I've been there for half of them, mentally. Smavi, <laughs> <laughs> so he's decided to be a hanger-on. He's been here for a few. So, yes, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And, of course, you're watching us on Facebook Live, YouTube. I'm smiling for you right now. Coming up this hour, a 15-year-old female, a young lady who's kicking some ass in a stock car, setting records. She'll be joining us later this hour when Dale Earnhardt speaks. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr. When he speaks, a lot of people listen. And we'll hear from Dale Earnhardt Jr. coming up this hour. Formula One, they make some announcements in regards to Las Vegas. Statman has that story. So make sure you guys are hanging around for that. Suave, second hour update on our Twitter question at Speed Freaks in regards to this next-gen car and the debacle that happened at Texas Motor Speedway, my friend. Yeah, again, we are asking the question at Speed Freaks on Twitter on our Facebook page as well. Uh, we were asking what should happen in order to uh, make the car safer. And we went over some of the responses earlier in the show, but I'll, I'll recap what we already have, have read here. We had Deb saying NASCAR tried to fix something that wasn't broke. Go back to the old car. Uh, Paul Henry joking with us saying there should be an onboard fire extinguisher. That's, that sounds about right. We all saw uh, Chase Elliott go up in flames after he, knocked into the wall earlier in the show yeah, uh, earlier this year or darling exactly synth redneck saying stop hiring aeronautical engineers and hire more crash engineers don't just look at data and actually test it chime in at speed freaks on twitter again freak nation be a part of this big old thing we've been doing this for 22 reasons for a reason not just because Statman wants to hear him what did I say? That's 22 seasons 22 for a reason. Yeah. Not just you said we've been doing this for 22, 22 reasons for a reason. 22 seasons for a reason. Just because this is why Sunday night radio is gold. It's awesome. Because we're so damn tired <laughs> by the time the show comes on. Who knows what we're going to say? Yeah, what, what did I say last hour? We've been doing this for 22 hours. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's 22 hours, 22 reasons. Yeah. I don't know what's next. Y'all need some Kyle Bush energy drink in your hey, system. Hey, baby. There you go. Yeah. That's all right there, Richard C. Suave. Uh, not going to mention the name. I was sponsored. 22 <laughs> years of doing this thing, Freak Nation. Uh, coming up next, when Dale Earnhardt speaks, a lot of people listen here in the Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up in moments, we're going to hear from Dale Earnhardt Jr. And when he speaks, a lot of people listen. Uh, Statman, you and I have been known to smoke a few stogies. Uh, I s- still smoke some good stogies from time to time. Crasher knows that. I get out on that snappy little electric-powered pontoon boat of ours, and uh, <laughs> I could be drinking some alcohol or not. I'm always gathering up my tasty cigars, unless I don't have any. Uh, but typically, I'm going to have a cigar, and I found this great company that's out there. In fact, they've been around since 1939. It's called the Famous Smoke Shop, the number one place to buy your cigars. Go to famous-smokeshop, excuse me, famous-smoke.com to check them out. These guys will deliver the smokes to you if you want the premium cigars like Punch, Arturo Fuente, uh Regardless, the top-notch cigars, they got them. You need your little boutique cigars, they got them. The website, check it out, famous-smoke, 
Com. They offer military discounts. In fact, they've proudly supported the military with Operation Cigars for Warriors. Ooh. Can't say it enough. Famous-smoke.com. Famous-smoke.com. Whether you're looking for cheap cigars to hang with your buds or a fistful of premiums, go to Famous-smokeshop.com. That's Famous-smokeshop.com. Nice job, Swabby, pulling it up online. Okay, so last night, basically, that's where you got your cigars from because they, I didn't recognize them. They were different than what you usually have. Mm-hmm. And you did not make a trip to your local smoke shop up here. So clearly got to be careful. No you, you got to be careful how you say that crash. You can't, we don't want to have uh, cigars that are too different from the ones he normally <laughs> oh, no, no. I think he splurged is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. They were punches. Be brother. Careful about if, that. if you read <laughs> the band, you know, they were punches and I'm like me some punch. Again, go to the website, famous-smoke.com, famous-smoke.com. They will deliver, which is so bonus. You're not like me having to travel, get the hell out of here. 10, 15 minutes from here to go get my smokes. Nope. <laughs> right. I get them now. Famous-smoke.com. All right. So a while ago when Dale Earnhardt Jr. retired, Statman came out and said, you know what? Dale Earnhardt Jr., I'm paraphrasing here, will do more for NASCAR than he did in a cup car. Well, he will do more for NASCAR outside of the cockpit than he ever did as the most popular driver inside the car. And lo and behold, Statman was right. If you follow Dale Earnhardt Jr., whether it's social media or the Dale Jr. download from Crasher. Dirty Mo Media. Yep. His company as well. You can see really what Dale Earnhardt, Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr. is doing with not just his reach, but the things that he's saying and things that he didn't necessarily say when he was in a stock car. And Stat, Crash, Suave, Dale could have just hung it up, laid down with all of his millions of dollars and not given a crap about NASCAR, the development of the next development of the next year, the popularity of NASCAR, where he feels NASCAR should go. This guy has dedicated his time, his money, his efforts to improving NASCAR. And one thing in particular caught my eye this past week was him talking about the next gen car. Again, this guy didn't, he didn't have to do this, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. Follow me here. Typically, you got to go 45 seconds to a minute soundbite. I'm going to go a little longer with these because, again, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr., still one of the most popular personalities in in NASCAR. Uh, But follow me here with Dale Earnhardt Jr. talking about the parts on this next-gen car, uh, the development of this car, and really where he thinks he's going or where it's going. For me, listen, if I'm Harvick, I'm mad, I'm making T-shirts, the thing is, is like, and the reason why they can be furious is because they can, they look at these parts that they're putting on these cars and they can see a hundred percent Rodney Childers and all these guys can look at something and go, if I could, if I can just, if you give me five minutes, I can fix this thing where it won't break, but they can't touch it. They can't modify it. They can't infuse any kind of improvement that is outside. You know, they buy these parts. From a from a from a provider, and they are not allowed to alter them, even for uh, you know to make them safer or, or or stronger, right, or more durable. But they can look at it 
and see, oh man, that's not good. That's mm-hmm. the, that's a cheap piece. I I can fix that easily. And that's the frustration for them, right? I think it's warranted too. Absolutely. Dale is saying what a lot of drivers are thinking. Well, Kevin Harvick will speak his damn mind, but what Dale's talking about is what a lot of drivers are thinking about. I see a part. I'm just rehashing what he just said. I'm a crew chief. I see a part that I can fix, but I can't freaking touch it. Statman, you're talking last hour about the, the rack and pinion and all this stuff that's going on with this next gen car. When Dale speaks, NASCAR listens, like it or not. But look at the numbers that this guy has with his Dale Jr. downloads. And he's waking, he, he's got the ear of NASCAR stat. Yes, he does. And that's a good thing. Somebody that is, knows what's going on on the track should be able to talk to the engineers who tested this car for three years. But it hasn't been a full year that they've used it. So they, you got to give them a chance to work it out. There's going to be changes. They got to they got to solve this fire issue. However, that comes about. They've got to solve that. But they they, they got to move on from the old car. Just because when they when they had the old car, they started off saying, "Hey, this is bad. We got to go back to the older car." Uh, so yeah, I mean, you're not going to satisfy drivers. I say that every week. You're not going to satisfy drivers. Uh, this car's going to work, and it's the best thing that's happened to NASCAR. And uh, I, th- I think it's as safe. They've moved the driver towards the center of the car to protect mm-hmm. them more in accidents. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good car, but what do I know? So even though the energy doesn't dissipate as much <laughs> like it used to, you still think it's safer because the driver is more centrally, centrally located instead of closer to the, the left sidewall. Yeah. I don't know where you get this idea that the energy is not dissipated because somebody said it on Twitter. The car. No, it's because drivers are complaining that they physically feel these wrecks this year more than they have felt in the past many, many years. Yeah. And they're also so going. Drivers have said that. They're also going faster. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to feel it. And, you know, maybe they need to be in better condition. Uh, but, yeah, the car the car is safe. It will be safer. They're going to uh, fix it. Give them a chance for crying out loud. It's been, what, 20, was it 26 and, and four, five? They've had 30 races. Let them figure out what's going on with the car. And I agree. I mean, when it is the initial year, yes, there's going to be some some learning pains or whatever the phrase is I'm looking for. But the Kurt Busch incident and him not recovering from his concussion is still just kind of sticking in my crawl. And then other drivers saying, yeah, I'm feeling hits more. I'm taking another an extra day to recover versus years past. It's just uh, there's still something that's not sitting right with me. And that's that's why I brought up last weekend. I thought, did they rush this? Could they have tested it one more year before bringing it out? But we all kind of eventually agreed that, no, there was no rush. It was necessary. 
ask Jerry Nadu. He crashed in the old car and he never got back in the car with any success. And there's and about Kurt Busch. There's some you might find that Monster wanted him out of the car so they could get Ty Gibbs, another Monster driver, into the car. So I don't know that uh, I'm not looking at his medical charts. I wouldn't know what I was looking at if I did. But he uh, he probably had a concussion. But I think when he was ready to come back, Monster said, maybe your head still hurts. More from Dale. Know. Let me let me finish this, please. Okay. Mail on more on Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the vulner, the vulnerability of these cars and NASCAR and being a driver with this car. Again, it, it's seven or eight minutes at the Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Jr. download to get the full effect. And I'm trying to capture it with these quick sound bites. But listen to what Dale says about uh, the car at this point. Every car that goes to the racetrack to be pushed to its limit. And obviously this is probably a little extreme and they don't need to be breaking the racks in multiple cars, but I, I always felt like that at some point we made the cars so bulletproof. You never questioned an engine. You never questioned there might, you know, an engine failure was freaking rare. The last gen car, like the, the car that we were racing last year was so durable. It was beyond, Everything, like the brakes, the engine, all the stuff was built to be well, uh, last well beyond anything it was going to experience on the racetrack, right? Mm -hmm. The next-gen car is, in a lot of people's opinion, and mine as well, an even tougher car. It's over, you know, all of, everything about it says it is unbreakable. Aside from this cheap, you know, rack that apparently we have. (laughs) Uh, which they'll fix that. They'll make the the NASCAR will not go back to Bristol and have this happen again. They'll fix it. But part of me like wants the car to have that. Some flaws. Yeah. Be, be fragile. Some vulnerability. Vulnerability. Absolutely. Perfect word. I want the drivers to need to nurse it, take care of it. Yeah. Um, the same way I want them to have to do that with tires. That's right. I was just thinking it. We got a car that, is eventually, you know, after a few more bugs get worked out of it, will be unbreakable. And then you got a tire that don't wear. I mean, that's just not, those are, that's just not going in the right direction, I guess. That, of course, is from the Dale Jr. download. And again, what he's saying is what a lot of people agree with, especially if you follow, I don't care if it's sports cars, if it's super bikes, you want to put the car in the driver's hands. You want to put, the, I'm going to repeat that. You want to put the car in the driver's hands. That's when you find out who the best GDM drivers are on the planet. Again, my point is Dale Jr. couldn't give a crap, but he's putting it out there and he's stating facts when some drivers may not have the balls to step out and say it. Yeah, some drivers just want to blame somebody or something. And uh, I don't want to fall into that trap. I agree with largely with what he's saying. The car is going to get fixed. Uh, it's the NASCAR's uh, advantage to fix the car. Uh, they don't want their drivers complaining about it. They want their drivers racing and, and competing. Uh, so, yeah, he basically said what I've been saying. Mm-hmm. It'll get fixed. Crasher, what? Stats saying what Dale said is, it, and I hear what you're saying. Again, I don't, 
I can't guess what's wrong with Kurt. I don't know. But again, these guys are going 200 miles an hour. And, I, and I'm still surprised there's not more injuries, regardless if they're in a tank. But it's the first year with this car. Like Dale said, they're going to work it out because I think what Kevin Harvick did was great. I think what other drivers are doing are great because it sets NASCAR's listening what these guys are saying, whether it's Kevin Harvick or Dale Earnhardt or Mark Truex. What they're saying is, NASCAR, these are the problems. Let's fix fix these things for next year's car. You follow me? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but still, I mean, and they did make, okay. So with the fires in, with the, in the Ford camp, I think that was Darlington. And they did make a quick fix there before the next weekend. So yeah, I guess when things are in an emergency enough situation, they will do what they need to do to make sure that certain things don't happen again. And I guess they, they feel like with some of these other things going on, it's not yet necessary. It, they are just kinks of a new car. So be it. Bang. Look at that. Do we all make sense there? Maybe. Right? <laughs> Coming up in a moment, your stat man scat. And Formula One, uh, they made an announcement. They're gambling on this, but will they crap out? We'll get to that story next. But first, your stat man scat. <laughs> An interview on the NHRA website reminds us what's wrong with the major leagues of drag racing right now. Rick Hendrick is a NASCAR team owner and an iconic name in motorsports. The chat with him was only a couple minutes, but at the core was the value of pro stock personality Greg Henderson uh, to Rick Hendrick's business selling cars. The entire chat mentioned nothing about pro stock time or pro stock speeds. Let me hammer this nail again. It's the personalities that will sell a sport. Personalities will convince fans it matters who wins and loses a race. Tony Stewart and Rick Hendrick know drag racing's value in TV shows, in selling tickets, and in selling products. The top qualifiers in Charlotte this weekend, Justin Ashley, John Force, and Erica Enders, they all have stories that will outsell speed and horsepower. Rick Hendrick and Tony Stewart have learned that. That's why they're in drag racing. You wonder why it's a problem for the NHRA leadership in Glendora to learn the same thing. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Coming up, Statman's got the latest on Formula One coming to Las Vegas. And with some announcements that they made over the past week, we'll get to those. Those stories, but first a reminder, man, winter's coming, falls here. Why not roll on a set of general tires? Now through the end of October, Freak Nation, you buy four qualifying light truck SUV general tires. You're going to take home up to $100 with a Visa prepaid card. That's right. When you hit the road in the wintertime and it's snowing the like, a, like but Jesus, <laughs> uh, make sure you're rolling on a new set of general tires and do it now or do it before October 31st with four qualifying SUV and light truck tires, you'll get up to a hundred bucks back with a Visa prepaid card. Go to generaltire.com. It's generaltire.com. Stat man, I'm going to have to uh, drink a whole lot of Red Bull. Have, have, some, have me some Red Bull and vodka, vodka Red Bulls uh, to watch myself a uh, Formula One race coming up next year in Las Vegas. 
you're going to need more than that. Uh, they're going to turn the whole week practically into a festival, an F1 festival. They're going to have uh, special shows and programs. And uh, qualifying is going to be on th- uh, Friday. Excuse me. Qualifying is going to be on Friday. And the practice is going to be on Thursday. And the race is going to be Saturday night. This is next year, next November. Right. It's going to be the last two races of the year, the Las Vegas and then Abu Dhabi in back-to-back weeks. And uh, Tell me oh. how that makes sense. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So what's uh, but the big thing that was announced that stunned me was that the race is going to be on Saturday night at 10 o'clock in Las Vegas, one o'clock Eastern and the middle of the morning in uh, uh, Europe. Dumb. I I think it's dumb. But what they're saying is that there's going to be some stuff leading up to the race. Like right. probably uh, Wayne Newton and Shania Twain or something will be singing, having a concert. <laughs> the Osmonds. That's your go-to, Wayne Newton, man. <laughs> the Osmonds, yeah. Why not throw it all in there? Oh, oh, oh. Who else is still performing there? Crasher, what is it? Does, are we just so full of ourselves thinking that Formula One needs to pay attention to the United States of America and should program the GDAM Formula One race around America's time versus the greater viewership. Did you hear what Statman just said? It's not just around America's time, even though your ratings in America are not going to be that great. If it's 1 a.m. Eastern time, your young college demo is way blasted partying by that point. East Coast time and in pre-party mode on West Coast. It's just not a great time for a primetime sporting event in your own country. But look, listen to what he just said. Middle of the morning, Europe time. Europe is one of Formula One's biggest audiences. Middle of the mor- morning for what that. What the hell's no. wrong with watching a race in the morning? You're well, still sleeping. Not- Many of them are still sleeping is yeah, what I'm more saying. Than, more than anything, if you liked Miami and the painted marina in the parking lot, <laughs> you're going to love Las Vegas with <laughs> Wayne Newton and the Osmonds, you know, singing in the concert beforehand. It's just odd. It's it's maybe they're trying to just promote this for their season finale in Abu Dhabi. I mean, it's kind of sort of a good time for them Sunday afternoon. But it just no, no. If you want the American audience and you're charging them five thousand dollars for a semi decent seat and experience, don't make it the middle of the night. People also in Las Vegas. I want to get a millennials take on this. Okay, okay. Okay. I want to get a millennials take. But people also in Las Vegas kind of want to be partying by then at the slots and at at whatever other club. They don't want to be sitting on Las Vegas Boulevard watching a race necessarily. That's not what Americana people want to do. Take it away, Richie. Formula One races in what twenty three rounds uh, across their calendar. Every single one of those races is usually timed to the region that they are in. Yeah. Every single one of them. So we'll have races that start at one at midnight here in the states, and uh, I believe that's when they're in like Australia, right? And then you'll have six a.m. starts. You'll have starts all over the place. So I don't understand what Formula One is thinking. We're like, hey, the one time we're going to screw our fans is when it's in the United States of America. The one market we're trying to attract, we're going to be like. F you. It's a joke. I was so excited for this Formula One Grand Prix in Vegas. I, I could 
I'm starting to lose it, man. Just like, come on. I'm not, I'm not going to be screwed over here. It's a millennial take right there. So man. where do you, as a millennial, let's say you go to Vegas for this race. It's only a couple hours. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to start the no, on me? Let's say you get a free ticket to it. We, we quickly. No, what yes, do you I'm want going. Yes, yes. So what, what do you want to be doing at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night in Las Vegas? Watching some Formula One racing, baby. <laughs> Are you serious? All right. Are you serious? <laughs> Freak Nation, coming up no. next, a 15-year-old girl setting records. It's a hell of a story. Katie Hedinger joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
Freak Nation, check out lucasoil.com, a great website to find the product to keep your rides on the road. You got a sports car? What about a big old fat ski boat? They got the products to keep your engines fat and happy. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Crasher, a lot of folks may not be familiar with Hickory Speedway, but it certainly has played a role in a lot of these cup drivers we've seen, a lot of cup drivers over the years, uh, and the success of what they've done in the NASCAR Cup Series. Oh, without question. North Carolina. And there is a 15-year-old girl, Katie Hedinger, that has hired one of the largest NASCAR PR firms to, to do her PR. It's, it's nuts. When I saw, I'm, I don't want to give it away because that's how I start the piece. But uh, regardless, uh, Katie Hedinger, 15-year-old Katie Hedinger, joins us now. Speak Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Came across my desk. That's what the old folks used to say. Well, okay, I got a press release in my email in regards to Katie Hedinger uh, heading out to the West Coast here in the Freak Nation. And it caught my eye. So I said, yep, let's get her in here. She's, uh, she's on the move. And she joins us now here in the Freak Nation, the Lucas Oil Studios. And she's on the move to the West Coast to run the bullring in the ARCA West Series after kicking butt at uh, the Hick Creek track. But before we get into all that madness, Katie, uh, let's get past the fact that you're a woman kicking the butt. You're a 15-year-old kicking the butt of old men and women out there. Where do these skills come from, Katie? Um, I think that I've just been racing for a while now. You know, my grandpa raced and my dad raced, so they're both really great coaches and they taught me everything I know. Hold on just a second. I know Statman wants to ask this question. Why are you paying attention to your dad and your grandpa at 15 years old? Those are the last two people I wanted to listen to. <laughs> um, they're just, they're my role models. You know, um, my grandpa was my best friend. He passed um, a few years ago unfortunately, but NASCAR was our goal growing up. We always watched NASCAR races together. So um, me and my dad and my whole family, you know, we're working really hard so I can get up there. Now, one thing that caught my eye, Katie Hedinger joining us here in the Freak Nation, 15-year-old headed out west in October to run the ARCA West Racing Series, of course, running on those general tires, was all the success that you had at the legendary track of Hickory. Uh, do you have a plaque up there? I mean, what you're doing there with these race wins and championships and so forth, you're doing something not a lot of people have. Do you have that track figured out? Uh, I think so. Um, my car owner, Matt Piercy, he was a champion there in 2015. So he knows the track really good. We've tested a lot there. Um, I think we know it pretty good now. Um, it's a really fun track too. It's a little rough, um, but it's a fun track to always go back and race at then what can translate from there to come West Coast with you? To, when you come to the bull ring in Las Vegas, is there anything that can translate or how is your approach to that track? Uh, I think the boring, it's a smaller track. So I think my short track experience will help me with that. Um, and I raced the boring on um, the simulator a little bit back during COVID. Um, so I'm just really excited to go out there and be able to um, run these ARCA races. How do you find that the simulator helps you with real-time experience on track, but in seat conditions? Because, yeah, that became a huge way for people to stay in shape, so to speak, during COVID. But how has it helped you personally doing iRacing sorts of gigs? I think it just helps me better with knowing the track. Um, my pedals are different than my car, you know, like 
all that um, stuff is different, but understanding my lift points and just looking at what the track is and everything, I think that helps me the most. And then is there anybody, who are you talking to when you're doing your iRacing or are you talking to anybody? Do you prefer it quiet? Um, sometimes I run on my own, but mostly when we go to a new track, um, my car owner, Matt, um, we do a Zoom call and we watch film for about an hour or so, go over some points about the track. And then he doesn't have a headset, so we stay on Zoom and then we run the, we run some testing together and everything. Katie, wow. Katie Ettinger is the winningest female at Hickory Motor Speedway in North Carolina. That's where stock car veterans mm-hmm. go to uh, learn how to race. And Katie is sitting them home. She, they're, she's younger than some of their daughters, probably, and she's sending them home. <laughs> yes. Uh, Katie, let me ask you some questions. Does it have anything to do with racing? You are. You said that you involved in volleyball and basketball in high school. Uh, most racers don't participate in team sports. They'd rather do individual sports. You think the volleyball and the basketball are going to survive your growth in racing? Um, well, those are sports I play with my school. So last year I was on the varsity team for both those sports. This year I made the varsity volleyball team. Um, but I've missed a lot. So it's been really hard. Um, and I'm going to go online here in a little bit. So I won't be able to play those sports anymore, but they really helped me stay in shape. And there's different things about the sports that I help, I think helped with racing and everything. And it was just a high school experience that I was still able to get while still racing. And let me ask you something. Kenny and Crash know I ask this question a lot of drivers. What kind of music do you listen to? It used to be an iPod, but now what is that playlist? What's your playlist for Spotify or Pandora or whatever they use nowadays? What kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, my playlist on Spotify is mostly country. That's what I usually listen to. But sometimes before the race, I'll add a little pump-up song sometimes. Like, you, got a favorite, you got a favorite go-to for a pump-up song? Um, I don't know. Usually my pump-up songs are like still kind of country songs. So there's an artist, Hardy, and he has some pretty like bad songs that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what your pump-up song is. If it pumps you up, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Well, you got to be careful about that one, Crash. Some of those songs where a 15-year-old sitting in their parents' room may <laughs> not be the thing that the parents want to hear that she's listening to. I was listening to some of those country songs, and I blush a little bit. Wow. There you go, Freak Nation. A 15-year-old making Statman blush here in the Freak Nation. Well, enough said. Katie Hedden, you're joining us here with the Freaks. Uh, Lucas Oil Studios running on those general tires in the Arca West series coming up in October. Have you had conversations with your parents or maybe some other drivers that went headlong into driving and they missed some of those special moments in high school? Granted, you're 15, you're not 17 or even 18, you're 15. And some of them look back and think, you know, I missed my prom. I'm, I missed those Friday night football games. Are you there yet? Have you had those conversations? Um, well, I know some of my competitors, most of them still go to school, um, but some of them do online. And I just think one thing that high school helps with is like showing personality and understanding 
I guess, like inside humor as an example, like just kind of understanding that things and talking to people. So I think my freshman year of high school, I experienced all that. I went to homecoming. I went to the football games. Um, but this year I'll actually be in Vegas during my homecoming. So, but that's okay because Vegas is better than homecoming. But no. I'm glad I got to experience those things uh, my freshman year. Um, maybe my senior year I might go back, but um, racing is what I want to do. So I'm going to keep doing that. That's the sentence of this conversation. Vegas is better than homecoming. A lot of the kids who go to homecoming wish they were in Vegas or are trying to get to Vegas, but you're going to be there enjoying yourself racing in the bull ring. That's, that's, that's the sentence that everybody ought to hear from Katie Hittinger. A lot of the girls at school keep asking me, they're like, oh, did you get your homecoming dress yet? What are you wearing at homecoming? I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to be wearing my race suit. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. They're not asking you about some of the guys that you're racing against. Some of those guys are hunky kind of guys, aren't they? Do they still say that? I don't know. <laughs> hunky? Hunky. Hey, you know. That's about three generations ago, Stat Man. <laughs> you know, whatever the whatever the translation is across the generations, some of those guys are big, and they, you know the women are attracted to them, aren't they? I don't know, not me. I'm attracted to the race cars. So. Yes. There you There's, go. That's her. Yeah, that is her homecoming date. That's it is Chevrolet. Smartest thing you've learned is pay attention to the race car, not not to the fellows, man. <laughs> Who chooses your schedule? Who chooses that this is where Katie's going to race? Um, really, we kind of all decided together. Uh, my car owners, my dad, uh, me and my family, just depending on what's going on. Um, sometimes if I have an off weekend or something and Hickory's racing or a small track by us, I'll be like, hey, dad, can we go run? So it just depends what we're doing um, and how if we're able to do it. That's amazing. And, and then with school, though, because you made a comment that you're going online soon. How was that decision made? Because it seemingly just my mind popped into, oh, the off season is coming up off season for racing. So stay in school until racing gets back again. But is that not what you're thinking? Um, so last year I missed quite a bit of school. Um, not as much as I have so far this year. We've been in school for like two months now and I have a lot of absences already, um, but we were looking actually last night and in the month of October, I will only be at school 10 days. So ah, the school okay. doesn't really like that. Um, and then during the off season, we are going to be testing a lot. Um, I might be running some indoor stuff, testing still. So um, I'll still probably be in the seat quite a bit. Um, and then in January, my season starts up again. So, Oh, in January. Yeah, there's a couple things in January that we're going to run, um, but mostly um, February, there's a big race and everything, and then True. we start. Wow. Hmm. That's just, yeah, it is. It's truly never-ending. It's year-round. Have you had any conversations with some current professional uh, female drivers? Um, Not really. Um, I met Haley Deegan once. Um, really, that's – I met Tony Ridinger. They're pretty cool. Um, but not any like higher up, like I haven't met Danica Patrick or anything like that, um, which that's one thing that's pushing me is once I make it, I want to like come back to late mile races and small track races. So then when more females are coming up through the sport, they can come talk to me or ask me for um, advice. I love that mm -hmm. because yes, this is a sport that starts grassroots level and then you work your way up and you're right. We're kind of missing those big 
those big names who have made it, who can come back and give you guys the advice. Wow. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, that's that's always that's always been a like a goal of mine is after I make it to NASCAR, once I retire and everything, I still I want to run my own race team. So I am a huge dirt fan. So I want to run a sprint car team. And then I'd also love to have a late mile team, too. (laughs) Hello, Coca-Cola. Are you hearing this? <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's got her future plan. This yep. is yep. so many things that we've gleaned from these last 10, 12 minutes. It's incredible. Yes. This is going to be fun to follow you. Yeah. Well, Freak Nation, October 14th, the bull ring in Las Vegas. She makes her Arca West appearance running on those general tires. Her name is Katie Hedinger here in the Freak Nation. I got a feeling we'll be hearing more from you, mm-hmm. uh, Katie. Thank you very much for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Freak Nation, think about it. 15 years old, what the hell are you doing? I yeah. I went through uh, about 60 seconds of what I was doing at 15. I was applying for my, or 15, yeah, I was applying for my permit to drive my father's <laughs> Buick Century. I was still going to camp. I was still being driven to concerts by my mom and dad. <laughs> you were racing 150 miles an hour and mm-hmm. beating men God. three times the age of you. Hmm. Richie, what were you doing at 15? That's a great question. Probably have, she, first of all, she did not sound like a 15 year old. Right. Um, if you were talking to me at 15, I probably wouldn't have said a single word. Yes, yes. For, for the most part, yes. Uh, more freaks next. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Fun. Well, that baseball score, Crasher, turned into a pretty high baseball score. Your Denver Broncos mm-hmm. got themselves a win against uh, Richard C. Suave's uh, San Francisco 49ers. No, no, no. He's a Rams fan. Stop right. it. Stop putting that out in the ether. Stat man, you're going to go out uh, go out and check everybody's tire pressure tomorrow morning, make sure they're running, the, running uh, those general tires in the right uh, tire pressure, bud? Yeah, absolutely. They're still paving the streets out in front of my house, so it'll be easy to do. <laughs> I didn't see you said you have a lot of folks staying over at your house tonight. I didn't see any, any of them get get in uh, the camera view. I did. I didn't either. I sent them a message on the on the text, and uh, they didn't make it. Mm. Really? Yeah, maybe they're watching the. They said they might put the show on the big screen out in the living room, so we'll see. <laughs> Wave, say hi. You know what they yeah, should have done? They should have said every time Statman. <laughs> Uh, imitates a NASCAR cup driver drink. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so do it again. <laughs> They'd be crawling out of the room right now. I don't know. They have to get, they'll have to get new uh, bottles because the old bottles aren't any. They have to go back to the old bottles because the new bottle isn't any good. It, it endangers the driver and uh, causes all sorts of problems and flattens the <laughs> flattens the alcohol. oh my gosh yeah so we got to go back to the old bottle yeah there you go right (laughs) 
Freak Nation, it's two hours of Speed Freaks tonight. And don't forget, man, uh, if you're within 500 miles of St. Louis, uh, WWT Raceway, they have a huge NHRA race coming up this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, don't miss it. Uh, make it. Reserve yourself a hotel room for a couple of nights and enjoy the party and the top fuel funny car madness at WWT Raceway. Go to WWTRaceway.com for more information. Our good friends there at uh, St. Louis will welcome you with open arms. If you feel the ground pounding in St. Louis, that's what it's going to be. Yep. Uh, Statman, will you shoot the juice to the moose? And cut it loose. Zip! Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.